Universe. It's Cowboy Classics with Scott Paladin. Our work tonight, The Wasteland. For once I saw with my own eyes the Sybil of Cumae hanging in a cage. And when the boy said, Sybil, what do you want? She replied, I want to die. Part 1. The Burial of the Dead April is the cruelest month, breeding lilacs out of the dead land, mixing memory and desire, stirring dull roots with spring rain. Winter kept us warm, covering earth in forgetful snow, feeding a little life with dried tubers. Summer surprised us, coming over the Starnberger Sea with a shower of rain. We stopped in the colonnade and went on in sunlight into the Hofgarten and drank coffee and talked for an hour. Bengar Khan and Mursen, Stamhaus the town, Ech Deutsch. And when we were children, staying at the Archduke's, my cousins, he took me out on a sled and I was frightened. He said, Marie, Marie, hold on tight. And down we went. In the mountains, there you feel free. I read much of the night and go south in winter. What are the roots that clutch? What branches grow out of this stony rubbish? Son of man, you cannot say or guess for you know only a heap of broken images where the sun beats and the dead trees gives no shelter, the cricket no relief, and the dry stone no sound of water. Only there is a shadow under this red rock. Come in under the shadow of this red rock, and I will show you something different from either your shadow at morning striding behind you or your shadow at evening rising to meet you. I will show you fear in a handful of dust. Verschwet der Wind, der Heimat zu, mein Irischkind, wo willst du? Gave me hyacinths first a year ago. They called me the hyacinth girl. Yet when we came back late from the hyacinth garden, your arms full and your hair wet, I could not speak, and my eyes failed. I was neither living nor dead, and I knew nothing. Looking into the heart of light, the silence, owed under Lear Dasmir. Madame Sesostris, famous clairvoyant, had a bad cold. Nevertheless, is known to be the wisest woman in Europe with a wicked pack of cards. Here, said she, is your card, the drowned Phoenician sailor. Those are pearls that were his eyes, look. Here is Belladonna, lady of the rocks, the lady of situations. Here is the man with three staves, and here is the wheel, 
And here is the one-eyed merchant, and this card, which is blank, is something he carries on his back, which I am forbidden to see. I do not find the hanged man, fear death by water. I see crowds of people walking around in the ring. Thank you. If you see dear Miss Equitone, tell her I bring the horoscope myself. One must be so careful these days. Unreal city, under the brown fog of a winter dawn, a crowd flowed over London Bridge, so many. I had not thought death had undone so many. Sighs, short and frequent, were exhaled, and each man fixed his eyes before his feet, flowed up the hill and down King William Street, to where St. Mary Woolnoth kept the hours, with a dead sound and the final stroke of nine, here I saw one I knew and stopped him, crying, Stetson, you who were with me in the ships at Malai, that corpse you planted last year in your garden has it begun to sprout. Will it bloom this year? Or has the sudden frost disturbed its bed? Oh, keep the dog far hence, that's friend of men, or with his nails he'll dig it up again. You, hypocrite lecture, mon semblé, mon frère, Part 2. A Game of Chess The chair she sat in like a burnished throne glowed on the marble, where the glass held up by the standards wrought with fruited vines from which a golden cupidon peeped out. Another hid his eyes behind his wing. Doubled the flames of seven-branched candelabra reflecting light upon the table as the glitter of her jewels rose to meet it. From satin cases poured in rich profusion, in vials of ivory and colored glass, unstoppered, lurked her strange synthetic perfumes, unguent, powdered, or liquid troubled, confused and drowned the sense of odors, stirred by the air that freshened from the window. These ascended in the flattening prolonged candle flames, flung their smoke into the lacaria, Stirring the pattern on the coffered ceiling, hung sea wood fed with copper burned green and orange, framed by the colored stone in which sad light a carved dolphin swam. Above the antique mantel was displayed as though a window gave upon the sylvan scene the change of Philomel. By the barbarous king, so rudely forced, yet... There the nightingale filled all the desert with inviolable voice, and still she cried, and still the world pursues. Jug jugged dirty ears, and other withered stumps of time were told upon the walls, staring forms leaned out, leaning, hushing the room enclosed. Footsteps shuffled on the stair, under the firelight, under the brush, her hair spread out in fiery points glowed into words, and then would be savagely still. My nerves are bad tonight, yes, bad. Stay with me. Speak to me. Why do you never speak? Speak. What are you thinking of? What thinking? What? I never know what you are thinking. Think. I think we are in Rat's Valley, where the dead men lost their bones. What is that noise? 
the wind under the door. What is that noise now? What is the wind doing? Nothing. Again, nothing. Do you know nothing? Do you see nothing? Do you remember nothing? I remember those pearls that were his eyes. Are you alive or not? Is there nothing in your head? But that Shakespearean rag, it's so elegant, so intelligent. What should I do now? What shall I do? I rush out as I am and walk the streets with my hair down, so what shall we do tomorrow? What shall we ever do? The hot water at ten, and if it rains, a closed car at four, and we shall play a game of chess, pressing lidless eyes and waiting for a knock upon the door. When Lil's husband got demobbed, I said, I didn't mince my words, I said to her myself, Hurry up, please, it's time. Now, Albert's coming back. Make yourself a bit smart. He'll want to know what you done with the money he gave you. To get yourself some teeth. He did, I was there. You have them all out, Lil, and get a nice sort. He said, I swear, I can't bear to look at you. And no more can't I, I said, and think of poor Albert. He'd been in the army four years. He wants a good time. And if you don't give it to him, there's others will, I said. Oh, is there, she said. Some of that, I said. Then, I'll know who to thank, she said, and give me a straight look. Hurry up, please, it's time. If you don't like it, you can get on with it, I said. Others can pick and choose if you can't, but if Albert makes off, it won't be for lack of telling. You ought to be ashamed. I said to look so antique, and her only, thirty-one. I can't help it, she said, pulling a long face. It's some pills I took to bring it off, she said. She's had five already and nearly died of young George. The chemist said it would be all right, but I've never been the same. You are a proper fool, I said. Well, if Albert won't leave you alone, there it is, I said what you get married for if you didn't want children. Hurry up, please, it's time. Well, that Sunday Albert was home, and they had a hot gammon, and they asked me in to dinner. So to get the beauty of it hot, hurry up, please, it's time. Hurry up, please, it's time. Good night, Bill. Good night, Lou. Good night, May. Good night. Ta-ta. Good night. Good night. Good night, ladies. Good night, sweet ladies. Good night. Good night. Part 3. The Fire Sermon The river's tent is broken. The last fingers of a leaf clutch and sink into the wet bank. The wind crosses the brown land unheard. The nymphs are departed. Sweet Thames runs softly till I end my song. The river bears no empty bottles, sandwich paper, silk handkerchiefs, cardboard boxes, cigarette ends, or other testimony of summer nights. The nymphs are departed, and their friends, the loitering heirs of city directors departed, have left no addresses. By the waters of Le Mans I sat and wept. Sweet Thames, run softly till end my song. Sweet Thames, run softly, for I speak not loud or long. But at my back, 
In a cold blast, I hear the rattle of the bones, and the chuckle spread from ear to ear. A rat crept softly through the vegetation, dragging its slimy belly on the bank. While I was fishing in the dull canal on a winter evening round behind the gas house, musing upon the king, my brother's wreck, and on the king, my father's death before him, white bodies naked on the low, damp ground, and bones cast in a little low, dry garret, rattled by the rat's foot only year to year. And at my back from time to time I hear the sound of horns and motors, which shall bring Sweeney to Miss Porter in the spring. Oh, the moon shone bright on Miss Porter and on her daughter. They wash their feet in soda water. Et au Savoy de Fond, chantant de la copo. Twit, 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 jug, 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 jug. So rudely forced to rule. Unreal city under the brown of a winter noon. Mr. Eugenides, the Smyrna merchant, unshaven with a pocketful of currants. CIF London documents its site. Asked me in demonic French to luncheon at the Cannon Street Hotel, followed by a weekend at the Metropole. At the violet hour, when the eyes and back turned upward from the deck, when the human engine waits like a taxi throbbing, waiting. I, Tiresias, though blind, throbbing between two lives, old man with wrinkled female breasts, can see at the violet hour, the evening hour that strives homeward and brings the sailor home from sea, and brings the sailor home from sea, the typist home at tea time, clears her breakfast, lights her stove, and lays out food in tins. Out of the window, perilously spread, her dying combinations touched by the sun's last rays. On the divan are piled, at night her bed, stockings, slippers, camisoles, and stays. I, Tiresias, old man with wrinkled dugs, perceived the scene and foretold the rest. I too awaited the expected guest. He, the young man, carbuncular, arrives. A small house agent's clerk with one bold stare, one of the low on whom assurance sits as a silk hat on a Bradford millionaire. The time is now propitious, as he guesses the meal is ended. She is bored and tired, endeavors to engage her in caresses, which still are unreproved if undesired, flushed and decided. He assaults all at once, exploring hands encounter no defense. His vanity requires no response and makes a welcome of indifference. And I, dear Seus, have foresuffered all enacted on this same divan or bed. I, who have sat by Thebes below the wall and walked among the lowest of the dead, bestows one final patronizing kiss and gropes his way finding the stairs unlit. She turns and looks a moment in the glass hardly aware of her departed lover. Her brain allows one half-formed thought to pass. Well, now that's done and I'm glad it's over. When lovely woman stoops to folly and paces about her room again alone she smooths her hair with automatic hand and puts a record on the gramophone. This music crept by me upon the waters 
and along the strand up Queen Victoria Street. Oh, city, city, I can sometimes hear beside a public bar in Lower Tam Street the pleasant whining of a mandolin and the clatter and chatter from within where fishmen lounge at noon where the walls of Magnus Martyr hold inexplicable splendor of Ionian white and gold. The river sweats oil and tar. The barges drift with the turning tide, red sails wide to leeward swing on the heavy spar. The barges wash, drifting logs down Greenwich Reach past the Isle of Dogs. Wailala, Leia, Wailala, Leila, Lala. Elizabeth and Leicester, beaten oars, the stern was formed, a gilded shell, red and gold. The brisk swell rippled both shores, southwest wind carried down the stream, the peal of bells, white towers. Wailala, Leia, Wailala, Leia, Lala. Trams and dusty trees, Highbury bore me, Richmond and Q undid me. By Richmond I raised my knees supine on the floor of a narrow canoe. My feet were at Moorgate, and my heart under my feet. After the event he wept. He promised a new start. I made no comment. What should I resent? On Margate sands I can connect nothing with nothing. The broken fingernails of dirty hands. My people humble people who expect nothing. La la. To Carthage then I came, burning, 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 burning. O Lord, thou pluckest me out. O Lord, thou pluckest. Burning. Part 4. Death by Water. Plebis the Phoenician, a fortnight dead, forgot the city of Gulls and the deep sea swell, and the profit and loss. A current under sea picked his bones in whispers. As he rose and fell, he passed the stages of his age and youth, entering the whirlpool. Gentile or Jew, O oh you who turn the wheel and look to windward, consider Phlebas, who was once handsome and tall as you. Part 5. What Thunder Said after the torchlight red on sweaty faces, after the frosty silence in the gardens, after the agony in stony places, the shouting and the crying, prison and palace and reverberation of thunder of spring over distant mountains, he who was living is now dead. We who were living are now dying with little patience. Here is no water but only rock, rock and no water in the sandy road, the road winding above and among the mountains, which are mountains of rock without water. If there were water, we should stop and drink. Amongst the rock, one cannot stop or think. Sweat is dry, and feet are in the sand. If there were only water amongst the rock, dead mountain mouth of carious teeth that cannot spit, here one can neither stand nor lie nor sit, there is not even silence in the mountains, but dry, sterile thunder without rain. There is not even solitude in mountains, but red, sullen faces sneer and snarl from doors of 
mud-cracked houses. If there were water and no rock, if there were rock and also water, and water, a spring, a pool among the rock, if there were the sound of water only, not the cicada and the dry grass singing, but the sound of water over a rock, where the hermit thrush sings in the pine trees, drip, drop, drip, drop, 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 drop. But there is no water. Who is the third who walks always beside you? When I count, there are only you and I together. And when I look ahead of the wide road, there is always another walking beside you. Gliding, wrapped in a brown mantle. Hooded. I do not know whether a man or woman. But who is that on the other side of you? What is that sound high in the air? Murmur of maternal lamentation. Who are those hooded hordes swarming over the endless pains, stumbling in cracked earth, ringed by the flat horizon only? What is the city over the mountains? Cracks and reforms and burst in the violet air. Fallen towers. Jerusalem. Athens. Alexandria. Vienna. London. Unreal. A woman drew her long black hair out tight and fiddled whispered music on those strings. And bats with baby faces in the violet light whistled and beat their wings and, and crawled headed downward down a blackened wall. And upside down in air were towers, tolling, reminiscent bells that kept the hours, and voices singing out of empty cisterns and exhausted wells. In this decayed hole among the mountains, in the faint moonlight, the grass is singing over the tumbled graves about the chapel. There is the empty chapel, only the wind's home. It has no windows, and the door swings. Dry bones can harm no one. Only a cock stood on the roof tree. Co-rico. Co-co-rico. Co-co-rico. In a flash of lightning, then a damp gust bringing rain. Ganga was sunken, and the limp leaves waiting for rain all the black clouds gathered far distant over him event. The jungle crouched, humped in silence, then spoke the thunder. Da, 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 what have we given? My friend, blood shaken in my heart, the awful daring of a moment's surrender, which an age of prudence can never retract. By this... And this only we have existed, which is not to be found in our obituaries, or in memories draped by the beneficent spider, or under seals broken by the lean solicitor, in our empty rooms. Da. Da. I have heard the key turning the door once, and turn once only. We think of the key, each in his prison, thinking of the key, each confirms a prison. Only at nightfall, ethereal rumors revive for a moment a broken Coriolanus. The, the Miata, the boat responded gaily to the hand expert with sail and oar. The sea was calm. Your heart 
would have responded gaily when invited, beating obedient to controlling hands. I sat upon the shore, fishing with the arid plain behind me. Shall I at least set my lands in order? London Bridge is falling down, falling down, falling down. Boys accuse el faco che glia fina quando fiam que chalendon. O oh, swallow, swallow, le prince de Antiquen, le prince d'Aquitaine a la tor embole. These fragments I have shored against my ruins. Why, then I'll fit you. Hieronimo, mad again. Dita, diadavam, demyada. Shanti, shanti, shanti. Notes on The Wasteland Not only the title, but the plan and a good deal of incidental symbolism of the poem are suggested by Miss Jessie L. Weston's book on the Grail legend, From Ritual to Romance, Macmillan, Cambridge. Indeed, so deeply am I indebted, Miss Weston's book will elucidate the difficulties of the poem much better than my notes can do, and I recommend it, apart from the greater interest of the book itself, to any who think such elucidation of the poem worth the trouble. To another work of anthropology I am indebted in general, one which has influenced our generation profoundly, I mean The Golden Bow. I have used especially two volumes, Adonis, Addis, Osiris. Anyone who is acquainted with these works will immediately recognize in the poem certain references to vegetation ceremonies. One, the burial of the dead. Line 20, CF Ezekiel 2 1. 23, CF Ecclesiastes 12 5. 31, V Tristan und Isolde 1, verses 5 through 8. 42, ID 3, verse 24. 46. I am not familiar with the exact constitution of the tarot pack of cards from which I have obviously departed to suit my own convenience. The hangman, a member of the traditional pack, fits my purpose in two ways, because he is associated in my mind with the hang god of Fraser, and because I associate him with the hooded figure in the passage of Disciples to a mouse in Part 5. The Phoenician sailor and the merchant appear later, also the crowds of people, and death by water is executed in Part 4. The man with three staves and an authentic member of the tarot pack I associate quite arbitrarily with the Fisher King himself. 60. C.F. Baudelaire Formulante cite cite plenes de reves O le spectre en plein jour rechot Recoche le passant 63. C.F. Inferno 3 55-7 Si longa trada di gente, Gio non avrai mai creduto, Che morte tante, Nevase disfata. 64. CF Inferno 4, 25-7. Quivi secundo che per ascoltare, Non avio pianto, Ma ci dis sospiri, Ci l'ora eterna fa common tramare, 
68, a phenomenon which I have often noticed. 74, CF, the dirge in Webster's White Devil. 76, V. Baudelaire, preface to Flores de Mall. 2, a game of chess. 77, CF, Anthony and Cleopatra, 2, 2, 1, 190. 92, Laquera v. Aeneid, 1, 7, 2, 6. Dependent Lichni, Laqueribus Aueris, Incensi et Noctum Flemis, Funalia Vincunt. 98, Sylvan Scene v. Milton Paradise Lost, 4, 140. 99, v. Ovid, Metamorphosis. 6, Philomena. 100, CF Part 3, 1, 204. 115, CF Part 3, 1, 195. 118, CF Webster, is the wind in that door still? 126, CF Part 1, 1, 37, 48. 130 at CF, the game of chess and Middleton's Women Beware Women. 3. The Fire Sermon. 176 v. Spencer, Prothalamion. 192 CF, the Tempest. 1, 2. 196 CF, Marvel, to his coy mistress. 197 CF, Day, Parliament of Bees. When of the sudden listening you shall hear a noise of horns and hunting, which shall bring Actaeon to Diana in the spring, where all shall see her naked skin. 199. I do not know the origin of the ballad from which these lines are taken. It was reported to me from Sydney, Australia. 202. V. Verlaine, Parseval. 210. The currents were quoted at a price carriage and insurance fee to London, and the bill of laden, etc., were to be handed to the buyer upon payment of the site draft. 210. Carriage and insurance free. Cost and insurance and freight. Editor. 218. Teresius, although a mere spectator and not indeed a character, is yet the most important personage in the poem, uniting all the rest, just as the one-eyed merchant, seller of currents, melts into the Phoenician sailor, and the latter is not wholly distinct from the Ferdinand Prince of Naples, so all the women are one woman, and the two sexes meet in Teresius. What Teresius sees, in fact, is the substance of the poem. The whole passage from Ovid is of great anthropological interest. Cum Yamone Iocus et maior vestra perfecto est quam que contingit marabus dixesse voluptus illa negat placuitque sit sententia docti corare tresea vinus huic erat utra nota nam duo magnorum vidridi quantum silva corpore spentorum braculae vio lavarat ictu deque viro Factus mirabali, femina septum, agarit, atomnus, octavo, rerus, estem, vidit, et est westre, sit tanta, potentia blage, 
dixit ut octora sortum in contraria mutet, nuc quoque vos veram, quis anguibus isdam fora prior redit. Genet de vaque, venet imago, arbiter hic icidur subtus de lite jocasa, dicta jovis firmat. Gravis Saturnia Iosto, nec pro materia frater doloese suque. Iodicis eterna damnavit numina nocte, at pater omnipotens, neque enim licet imrita. Quiquam, facta de facasi deo, pro lumine ademto. Scire futara dedet, poem neque lavavit onare. 121. This may not appear as exact as Sappho's lines, but it had in my mind the longshore or dory fritcherman who returns at nightfall. 253 v. Goldsmith, the song of the vicar of Wakefield. 257 v. The Tempest as above. 264. The interior of St. Magnus Martyr is to my mind one of the finest among Wren's interiors. See the proposed demolition of the 19th city churches, P.S. King and Son Limited. 166. The Song of the Three Thames Daughters begins here from line 292 to 306, inclusive they speak in turn, v. go to Danmarung 3, 1, the Rhine Daughters. 279 v. Froud, Elizabeth, Volume 1, Chapter 4, Letter to De Quadra, Letter of De Quadra to Philip of Spain. In the afternoon, we were in a barge watching the games on the river. The queen was alone with the Lord Robert and myself on the poop when they began to talk nonsense and went so far that Lord Robert at last said, as I was on the spot, there was no reason why they should not be married if the queen pleased. 293 CF Purgatorio V. 133 Recorded de che son la pia, sianame fe, disfacimi, Marima. 302. St. Augustine's Confessions. To Carthage then I came, where a cauldron of unholy love sang about all mine ears. 308. The complete text of the Buddha's fire sermon, which corresponds in the importance of the Sermon of the Mount, from which these words are taken, will be, will be found translated in the late Henry Clark Warren's Buddhism in Translation, Harvard Oriental Series. Mr. Warren was one of the great pioneers of Buddhist studies in the Occident. 309 from St. Augustine's Confession again, the collection of these two representatives of Eastern and Western ascetism as the culmination of this part of the poem is not an accident. 5. What the Thunder Said in the first part of part five, three themes are employed. The journey to a mouse, the approach of the chapel perilous, see Miss Weston's book, and the present decay of Eastern Europe. 357. This is Tertus Enolakashakai Palasii, the hermit thrush, which I have heard in Quebec County. Chapman says, Handbook of the Birds of Eastern North America, it is most at home in the secluded woodlands of thickety retreats. Its notes are not remarkable for a variety or volume, but in purity. In sweetness of tone and exquisite modulation, they are 
unequaled. Its water-dripping song is justly celebrated. 360. The following lines were simulated by the account of one of the Antarctic expedition. I forget which, but I think one of Shackleton's. It was related to that party of explorers at the extremity of their strength had the constant delusion that there was one more member than could actually be counted. Three sixty six seventy six CF Herman Hess Blick in Chaos Schon ist halb Europa, schon ist zumindest der halbe Austin Europas. Auf dem Wege zum Chaos. Farta betrunken im Heiligem von am Amgrund entlang und zinsk danzu, sink betrunken um heimisch, wie Dmitri Kazimov sang, über diese Lieder lach der Berger belichte, der Heilige unser Hot, sie mit Tranen. 401. Data de Advam de Maya give sympathized control. The fable of the meaning of the thunder is found in Brihadadaranyaka Upanishad 5.1. A translation is found in Dusen's Zagzik Upanishad's Les Valda, page 489. 407 CF Webster, The White Devil, 5.6. They remarry ere the worm piece your winding sheet, ere the spider make a thin curtain from your epitaphs. 411 CF Inferno 3346. Ed Eo Sinti Chiarvar. Lo Schio di Soto al Orabale Torre. Also, F.H. Bradley Appearance in Reality, page, page 346. My external sensations are no less private to myself than are my thoughts and feelings. In either case, my experience falls within my own circle, a circle closed on the outside, and, with all its elements alike, every sphere is opaque to the others which surround it. In brief, regarded as an existence which appears in a soul, the whole world for each is peculiar and private to that soul. 424. V. Weston from Ritual to Romance, Chapter on the Fisher King. 427. V. Purgatorio. 26. 148. Aro vos procara equalum valor, que vos guide al som de la scalina, sawegna vos a temps de madolor, poi secose nel foco che gli affine. 428. V. Per Vigilium Veneris, CF Philomela, in parts 2 and 3. 429 v. Gerard de Naval, Sonnet, El de Descado. 431 v. Kid's Spanish Tragedy. 433, Shanti, repeated as here, a formal ending to Upanishad, the peace which passeth understanding. It is a feeble translation of the content of this word. Thank you for joining us for Cowboy Classics with Scott Paladin. Our work tonight was The Wasteland by T.S. Eliot. Read, directed, and edited by Scott Paladin. 
Audio copyright 2023, Scott Paladin. I picked this one before I realized I was going to have to be speaking a lot of Latin and German in a Texas accent. Eesh.